throughout this whole series, this these seasons where you see, I mean, ever since episode one of Better Call Saul, you see how lonely Gene is. He comes yeah. home from his, his lonely, shitty job at Cinnabon and mm-hmm. comes home, drinks, and just puts in the videotapes of his old life. And yeah. I and you, you get even more of that. I imagine Steven Seagal lives the same <laughs> way. You know what I mean? Yes, very much so. <laughs> Hi, this is Luther Rick. No, you're listening to Children of the Adam. Keep listening, baby. Hello, everybody. We're back. Yeah, with another one. It's been, uh, like, just since Comic-Con alone, like, uh, Warner Brothers and DC have just been through a major shakeup, whereas their new president, uh, David... Zavlas, is that his name, right? Yes, I think Zosla. that's how you say it. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it has just been on a tear, canceling shit like fucking left. Yeah, it's right. it's just, it's crazy. I think the most crazy right. of all is dropping uh, Batgirl, which, especially when it's done. Yes, done ninety million dollars in. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. they're at least saying. There's probably even more to that. I guess they didn't dump a whole lot into advertising on it yet. But I mean, it not was yet, it was yeah. gonna go right to HBO Max. I mean, why right. not put it out? But nope, just. They said it tested poorly, so they're like, no, we're not going to bother. I'm glad you brought that up, because about how it tested, it actually uh, received the same test score as Black Adam did, its most recent iteration. That's still being released in October. Black Adam, which they're touting as like the big studio tentpole, like it's going to save them and bring them all back, scored the exact same as the canceled Batgirl movie. Yeah, I, I... I mean, there's I, some serious bullshit. Yes, right, yeah, right it's just them alone. making up excuses, for sure. And it, uh, according to articles too, it's only supposed to save them like fifteen or twenty million to shelve the movie instead of just releasing it somewhere. How I, I don't understand how that. I mean, if you if you dumped ninety million into that film, mm-hmm. how do you not try to make that back? I mean, is it right. really hurting anything if you're putting it on your own platform? Like, look, I I don't understand the whole. You know, licensing agreement. I understand that these are, you know, under the same umbrella, but different companies with HBO and then Warner Brothers and all this stuff. But I feel like it can't be costing you a whole much to throw it to throw it onto your platform on your streaming service and let right. it get watched. I mean, come on now. Yeah, especially if you know now that it's coming out that your your big tent pole action like and, and the, the like the the excuse that the new CEO gave about it was that the Batgirl was canceled because it's not a big. It's not a big theater movie, but it was never made to be that. No. Like, it, it, was, it was made to be like a more grounded, smaller take, kind of like, you know, Peacemaker or Doom Patrol or something like that, to where, you know, you could tell a really, really good story, and it doesn't have to be a theatrical release. But, you know, the big theatrical release that they got coming out that's supposed to be saving the, the studio tests the exact same. Yeah. It, this, <laughs> that would seem the light of day, but Batgirl's canceled. Yeah, this was supposed to be... Is it because be... maybe, do they have... Oh, I'm sorry. Do they, is it because, are they too... At this point, are they too far gone on The Rock's movie, like with hundreds of millions in, where they have to release it? Yeah, and it's also The Rock. So, yeah, I mean, okay, they're, yeah. they they can get some money from The Rock, I'm sure, you know, with his charisma alone. But I feel like this bad girl thing, I mean, this is, you're doing exactly what Marvel's doing with Disney+. Plus. I mean, you're just yeah. putting TV shows on there because you're mm-hmm. not going to do, you're not going to want a theatrical release, a Moon Knight movie. Because, yeah, right. I get it. It's not going to be as appealing. You're not going to get people there because nobody knows about them. You know, people mm-hmm. know about Batgirl. I mean, the only thing I know about Batgirl is from six, Batman 66. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, I would be curious to see what they could do with that, that show, sure. at least. I would have watched it. 
Especially because you already have J.K. Simmons in it, and you know, I guess I, I get that Keaton's Batman had a couple of scenes in the movie, but like they're doing with Aquaman, which is another movie they're still releasing, by the way, uh, they could redo Keaton's scenes with Affleck. How much would it take a day with that guy to do, you know, two scenes with the uh, <clears throat> in the Batgirl movie? So I just I don't get the no the reasoning behind it. I mean, do you think that's the, are they saying that because Affleck is going to come back and do? a Batman or show up as a as Bruce Wayne in something that they had to like scrap the whole multiverse of DC and not let Keaton like his Batman show up or something well that's why they ended up delaying a couple of those movies and why they're refilming Aquaman is because of Ezra Miller's trouble quote (laughs) with the law (laughs) is that they had to keep delaying the flash delaying the flash delaying the flash and what they had done is like the flash was going to be their big multiverse of madness to where it folds it would have folded in keaton's batman into a brand new universe where they would have had sasha kaye as supergirl and cable would have been out of superman affleck would have been out as batman and it would have been like a whole reset for the dcu but because of the flash being in the trouble that it's in it's being delayed now the movies that they don't want to push back anymore because they don't want to go 10 years without releasing a fucking movie they have to start reshooting with affleck in order to keep him in so i'm really curious to see what kind of holes this opens up story-wise because I'm sure they're going to miss a few references to Keaton somewhere in there, and it's just going to be Affleck's Batman, and nothing's going to make any fucking sense. No, well, it does make sense now. I mean, this is, right. this is just a, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, a shit show that, that Warner yeah. Brothers and DC has gotten themselves into. Like, yeah. they just, how many times have I said it? It's like, just look what the other guy's doing, and you copy it, and just do that. Don't get overzealous. But it feels like DC is just trying to say, we need to have our big, showmanship super movie just come out all at once and do the Justice League and then we'll just fill in the blanks later. It's like, no. Yeah. I don't know. They should have taken their time and laid the groundwork like what it, you know. And HBO Max was a perfect position for them to do that like with Peacemaker. Like they they get a cameo to another hero, spun off other shows, build into movies like that. They had it right there. It just... The, the decisions that they're making alone since the Discovery buyout, man, who would have thought Discovery got all the power in that one, by the way? Like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit, dude. I mean, they bought up HBO. I mean, everything, man. man. I mean, a ton of properties. Discovery is just swinging for the fences. Yeah. And uh, apparently, too, like, uh, <laughs> the Peacemaker series is supposed to be safe, but it feels like now, from what the studio is saying, is that the Snyderverse version of like the four hour Snyder cut version of Justice League is no longer canon so <laughs> the Joss Whedon one is officially canon so Goofy Flash landing on Wonder Woman awkwardly you know and the lame jokes Aquaman is telling like that's all that's all canon good for them to this universe now so <laughs> like everything we hated basically about the Justice League is officially canon and that's how they're rolling forward and you know James Gunn like his his Suicide Squad stuff and Peace, Peacemaker stuff resides in that in the Joss Whedon verse so I mean he kind of makes this corner of work and apparently like the rocks is going to tie to it as well but the rock was really 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 counting on Henry Cavill to come back as Superman and apparently the latest word on that is that the studio has indeed reached out to Henry Cavill but in so many words he said no fucking thing yes exactly I don't blame him I oh especially absolutely not but could you imagine them just going after everything they put him through, it just being like, hey, you know, you're our Superman. What do you think? And he's like, nah. Like, they were hedging all their bets on rebuilding the, the, the Joss Whedon verse, and now that's completely blown up, too. And, I mean, what do they do? What do they actually do to try to save this? Or is this just done? Like, they should just 
close up DC shop, right? Like, yeah. that's it. I, I say you nuke this right now, you just get rid of everything. <laughs> like, you want to, you, I mean, we've already had so many iterations of Batman and Superman, right? Yeah. I mean, any, any one of them, especially Superman, they can go back in time, right? You could make Bruce Wayne create a time machine. You could have Superman turn <laughs> the earth backwards and do everything you yeah. want. You know, do something else like that and just say, hey, we've jumped into this other, other multiverse and here's the new characters, you know? You know? What they could do, someone who's been playing The Flash for like a decade and has been, you know, pretty unproblematic, uh, they literally could just have him in, a, in an episode this season run into the DCU and be like, oh shit, here's our Flash now. And then fucking, when The Flash is over, throw him in a, in a movie or two till you can buy, a, you know, buy in a younger Flash and he hides off the mantle and... You roll. I mean, there, there's a million ideas you could just do. I mean, that would be better than what they're doing now. Because and that's just one. Yeah, and look, it, it, this is even talk about like Lesser, uh, Ezra Miller's latest. Uh, you know, uh, he just or they just got charged again today Jeez. with a felony. So they th- there's another. There's got to be another flash delay right there. Like this one's still scheduled to come out next summer, right or spring? Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> oh well, yeah, obviously, like yeah, like if this gets delayed one more time, like that. That's just it, right? Like, they have to... This movie can never see the light of day, The Flash. Well, so so how much of it's been shot already? Do we know? It's done. It's, it's done. done. They, oh. They've been waiting to release it forever now, like the, you know, like Black Widow, but for vastly different circumstances. Uh, like, they're just sitting on it. This is tough. Because they can't they can't do a press tour for it. Like, there's nothing they can no, do. No, yeah, promote. yeah. I mean, how do you market this thing and you try can't. to spin it? You can't. You're right. Yeah. Oh. They, they, they got to shit can it. They absolutely just have to let it go. Ouch. I mean, do they... I, I feel like I would want to see them just release this, like, you know, as kind of like a Snyder Ooh. Cut kind of thing and just yeah. say, throw it on HBO Max one day and just say, hey, yeah, if you want to watch it, here here you are. Maybe we'll get some subscribers out of this thing. But, yeah, you can't put it in theaters at all. You're right. I mean, Ezra no, Miller's done. Yeah, they definitely need help, Ezra Miller. Yeah, Something's well, everybody needs help on this thing. I mean, this is yeah. from top to but bottom. damn. So, I mean... There's no official word from WBDC yet about how they're going to, like, are they basically just going to keep ignoring it, keep ignoring it, and hopefully, you know, the, the ship will right itself by the time it comes, by, by the time a year comes around and they can actually release this thing? Like, that's not, are they just going to play silent on this? I, I don't think it's going to work. I think, yeah. you know, the longer you wait, the people are just going to give up on it. I, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they really are blowing everything up right now just to say, look, we're going to do tabula rasa here to start over and move forward with new projects. Let's get a new yeah. Superman. We can we can keep Black Adam in there, right? We'll just build him into this universe. Maybe they go back and do shoots all of them or something. I don't know. And say, right. we need to tie in a new Superman into this or something and just build another DC universe. Is it too late? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to salvage a lot of you know the fans, if there are any out there. Uh, right. You know, well, especially because too, like not you know, not for nothing, because the, the dude's in amazing shape. But if the Rock is going to be their new head of the, their friend, he's already fifty. Like, how much longer is he going to be playing black, you know, superhero like type characters and shit? Yeah, he can't. Like, he they need have to. Him. They really need to get going. Or this, the DCU, for all intents and purposes, as we know it, is just done. I just. I know Marvel did it. Like I, I guess maybe, maybe, maybe because the House of Mouse just has so much money, they could you know just splurge on all the actors they got. But they were able to keep a cast together for you know twenty two, twenty three movies. Uh, and, and I think they're at a hundred hours of content now. The MCU altogether. That's insane. 
I know. That is ridiculous. <laughs> That's a lot. And I probably see it all like three times. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, how many hours have yeah. we spent? Oh, Jeez. just an absurd amount. And now, you know, DC is just their hopes of catching up. Like, And they they had some successes, too. Like, I know you don't really watch uh, too many of the DC shows because, you know, you, you've been burned so many times by the movies, which is fair. But uh, Doom Patrol is an absolutely amazing series. Peacemaker uh, was just were so Were these on good. the CW? And, no, they were HBO Max. Okay. Very good shows. But, I mean, who knows now with... HBO Max basically, you know, or Discovery basically canceling almost everything. Like, who knows what's actually going to survive? I mean, or maybe, not. maybe they're actually responding to Marvel on this too, because during Comic Con, you know, we saw mm-hmm. that, yeah, they're bringing Daredevil back and they're bringing, yeah, you know, they moved all that Netflix content that was for Marvel over to Disney Plus, so they're probably going to reboot some of that stuff. So, oh, for sure, maybe they're trying to just go head-to-head with that now and say, hey, let's just start over on some of these more minor characters that we got. We can still build the Superman franchise. Like I said, I don't know how they're going to proceed with that. But I, I, I don't know. It just it just seems very self-destructive, and it's a lot of uh, write-offs here just to say, hey, let's just right. let's just start over. I mean, just the $90 million alone just blows me away. That's, that's not chump change. Right. You can't just it, write that off. And it's especially weird, too, given the HBO Max is very quite quickly asserted itself as one of the top streamers in, in a very short amount of time and for their new president to be like yeah we're not focused on streaming anymore it's like well it's not exactly going to ever go away now no and this I I, I don't think I'm wrong on this I've, I've said a lot of stuff in my past that I'm wrong about you know but streaming is still the future okay people love watching stuff in their house yeah. I mean we you don't see a mad rush of people signing up for cable anymore you know they just sign up for four or five streaming services for <laughs> right. half the price, maybe a third of the price. And yes, they'll still go to the theaters to watch some movies. But streaming is the future. It's not going away. No, never. I don't know what their thought is. Like, oh, are we just going to invest all our money in, in cable broadcast, you know, on Discovery Channel and, and HBO? Man. I was like, no, you, yeah. you guys are going to fail. And I, I would be sad to see that because... Of all the streaming services, HBO is probably one of my favorites because it has the most content on it. It's definitely the one I think I watch most yeah. besides Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> it most assuredly is. I don't. I just. I. Grant. I mean, maybe these guys are just way smarter than I am, but it just seems like it, it shouldn't be rocket science, right? It's not not hard to figure out. <laughs> I'm really curious a year from now, <laughs> just to be able to take a little peek. Like, has the Flash actually come out yet? Like, what's the state of the DC? Because they're still talking about doing service. like, you know, the 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 new Joker movie is going to be a musical, which people seem to be really torn on, and just there's so many just. I I appreciate the the choices to do something unique mm-hmm. and fresh, yeah. and I man, you know, fucking if you can make it work, especially too. Hey, man, fucking. You know, I can't wait to see Spider-Man singing one day as soon as Marvel copies that shit. But, like, well, he did. Wasn't it just, Turn Off the Dark or something like that? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a Broadway musical that lasted like a day or something. Uh, but it just, you know, hmm. it, it, it feels like they're the projects they're canceling just, I don't know. It feels like they're choosing the wrong ones, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're not. Time will tell, but there's some projects I feel like, yeah, I, I would like to see where they went. But at the same time, 
I've, I've constantly knocked on them, you know, for being terrible shit. So maybe I'm not yeah. even going to worry about it. Uh, yeah. You know, who knows? I mean, because I, I don't plan on seeing Black Adam or Shazam 2. Or, no. You know what I mean? Do you? Yeah. No, I never, I've never even seen the first Shazam. I was like, I just, Neither I have I. no desire to see that. Yeah. It, of all the non-Disney properties out there, it the, feels like it's the most Disney. And I was like, I don't want to watch that. I, I gave it a good 20 minutes and then I was like, ah, it's just not for me. Yeah. And that's exactly, that's I, I would probably get as far as that and maybe less and be like, yeah, yeah can't do it. And the first Aquaman movie, Aquaman movie was fine, but I mean, it's just, you know, yeah, I still haven't seen that I, either. That's not enough to keep the entire franchise going. Cause who knows if, and when they're going to make another Wonder Woman movie. And I just, man, they just, they need to just let it go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> of all, like you were just saying, like Gal Gadot, she ain't getting any younger. If they're going to build her as, you know, maybe the centerpiece of this whole universe, then they better start putting out some stuff that, I mean, it's better than Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. Wonder Woman 84 was supposed to be like the next big movie. Yeah. And it was a big disappointment. Yeah. It seems like it's just been a steady, a steady stream of disappointments, like theatrical wise from that. Yeah. You you feel like they would have went in over to Marvel and like poached a lot of their talent from there and say, Hey, Help us out. I mean, I granted, they're not going to get Kevin Feige or anybody to jump over there. But, right. I mean, you feel like there's enough talent that would be over there and say, hey, come over here. Help us with this idea. How do we build this thing and do it better? Or, hey, maybe they have. We just don't know about it. But it's just it's just a mess. It's like I feel like it could be done better and just. It could be, too. Yeah. And it, it that's what's wildly frustrating about it is because the. The Marvel, like as much as we love the Marvel properties and all the all their characters and just you know the, all the universes they bring with them and all that, it's it's still relatively new in mainstream media. I mean, there have been Batman and Superman movies since the fucking seventies, Superman TV shows since the sixties. Mm-hmm. I mean, so these these are characters who are they're in the lexicon, like they're not going anywhere. So these are these are things we want to see done and see them done at least partially well. But damn. But yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah. Partially well, that's a tall order. It seems like for Warner yeah. Brothers. So. And what's that do for Pattinson's Batman too? Like, did, do they keep making his movies, or are they just gonna get another Batman? It's, or does Affleck get another crack? At I it? Like, think what? that that property is safe. That made a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. I think they make a second one there, which, you know, and I thought Batgirl was just supposed to build right into that universe. No, different universe, uh, uh, not connected to Pattinson's Batman at all. Maybe that's the mistake. Maybe they want to build something on that universe then, because yeah, on Pattinson's universe, yeah, Pattinson's made money, so. Yeah, I, I can't see them saying, "Hey, sorry, Robert, we're done. Uh, we just want to scrap everything." No, you don't walk away from that much money, right? Yeah, it, but Black Adam, Shazam—they're tied to the Whedon verse. See, they're Whedon verse. They're not Pattinson or I mean, uh, Reeves verse. Like, is it not just having this conversation? Is it just not confusing <laughs> you how that's set up? Like, I, yeah. I've talked some shit about what Marvel's doing, right, and how mm-hmm. they're kind of getting into the weeds with all this multiverse. But at least yeah. I can follow somewhat what's going on. Like this DC, it's just it's like a clump of shit on a plate, and you're trying to, you know, sculpt it into something. And I'm just like, what shape is it supposed to be? I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't get it. Yeah, it shouldn't be this confusing, and that that is a big problem right there. They need to step back and start, you know, seeing the forest for the trees or something. I don't know. They're like the arguably the, the biggest movie studio, like until Marvel, I guess, uh, in the world, and they're producing maybe like the fourth best superhero content out of everybody. And it's not like you have like it's for a lack of stories or content. Oh right, it's for all sure. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. 
I really wish, like, maybe, you know, someone like in a Ryan Reynolds sort of fashion will just end up leaking, you know, Batgirl or part of it, and the fan fur will be enough. Well, the, you know, maybe down the line they'll release it, and I don't know. Like, like they did for the Snyder happen, Cut? But, just just yeah, man-to-man like, will actually make them release it? I want to, I want to see the damn movie. Like, they'll... Under, especially because it's... Done. Yeah, Jesus Christ! You'll you will get to see it. Look, they you don't walk away from that much money after spending that much and all that stuff. You'll see it somewhere, right? Maybe they'll they've shelved it for now and they're saying, okay, we'll bust it out later if we need more content. We'll put some money behind for advertising and get it released theatrically or on streaming. Right? But yeah, we're definitely gonna see it in the future. They're not just gonna throw it away. Like, I feel bad for the writers and the directors and Leslie Grace, like, the star of the Batgirl and all that. It's just, they got, you know, it, it, okay, they, they they made what they made because they want to share, like, their art and what they do with the world. I get it. But on some level, they still get paid quite well, I mean, yeah. for, you know, basically just for playing pretend with themselves, which, you know, sucks, but they had to do pretty well. But how do you think, Michael Keaton was already pretty burnt out on Hollywood before, <laughs> yes. like, all this. How do you think he feels right now? Like, he's just ready to go back to Montana and fuck off, right? Yeah, he is. He, if he was crotchety before, he is, like, straight <laughs> right. up just pissed off old man because kids are skateboarding on his grass and shit. Could you imagine how hard Harrison Ford's brow would furrow oh, if they brought man. back Han Solo and then cut him out entirely out of, like, four movies in a TV show? You would After all the work he did? He's so crotchety. Like, his full eagle face would just come flying right on out. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, I, I don't feel like I'm as afraid of, you know, Harrison Ford as I am with Keaton. Like, Keaton seems just yeah. like a menacing old guy, especially after I saw him in Spider-Man. You know, because <laughs> he just, he seems like that's how he'd really be as an as a, just an old pissed off guy. Have you ever seen any of Michael Keaton's, like, uh, any of the dramas he did when he was younger, like in the 90s and shit? Uh, I've seen like multiplicity, which is kind of a comedy, no. but seriousness. No, no, no. Like, like I saw no, Birdman. I, I mean, and that like came drama, out drama. Like he he played a full on villain in a movie with Matthew Modine. Oh, Pacific Heights. Yes. yes. Yeah, I've seen that one. Dude, he was creepy as fuck in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like he could play really like <laughs> kind of fucking you know disconnected fairly well. Yeah, he's a better actor than people give him credit for. I mean, well, oh, I, I, will, sure. I, I take that back because like people give him credit. Like after he did Birdman, <laughs> like people were like, yeah. oh yeah, I remember how good of an actress guy. He's not just a comedic actor, you right. know. But that was a, that was his time. Like through the early '80s, yeah, he was known for doing the comedy stuff. And then he went to do, you know, finally went to Batman, Pacific Heights, all that stuff. Where he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna play a role that's you know doesn't Clean play to sober. my comedy. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. I want to do some more dramatic roles. I mean. Yeah, Batman is not really dramatic, but at least, yeah, Pacific Heights, you know, multiplicity where he does play like, you know, it's like I said, it's comedic, but it's also some seriousness to it. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he tried to, to stretch out and he, he's a good actor. I, I like him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm just really curious now what his older version of Batman and Bruce Wayne would have looked like. But, man, I just I don't think we'll be seeing that one yeah. for quite a while. Maybe he'll show up as Alfred sometime. I mean. <laughs> like in a multiverse yes. movie, just give him that. Oh my god, that's the thing. Okay, so in, in the DC's still like, it, and they're still in their schedule of movies that are still supposed to come out, like Black Adam, Shazam two, Aquaman two. We know that sometimes in the post credits and mid credit scenes, they do a lot of legwork for establishing mm-hmm. where where the franchise is going as a whole. 
do we see any kind of an indication as far as like a big like end game like where these movies are moving to or they just go ignore the universe as a whole and focus on these movies like their individual projects like should, will there be a post credit scene where like Affleck's Batman comes back he's like I need you Aquaman to get in the car like <laughs> is there going to be something like that or do they just completely ignore it it might be uh or, hey, maybe you get creative and you keep Keaton in there. You so say you get Keaton and Affleck. Dude, there's no way and, to keep Keaton. And they just do that whole thing where it's like, hey, we've got a problem, guys. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, you'll say, what? Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. Funnily enough, that was actually supposed to be how uh, it was supposed to go in, uh, I think, in the Flash movie. Was it? Is that, uh, is that Keaton's Batman is officially going to be like the new Batman of the DCU. But Affleck's Batman was going to show up from a remnant timeline and be like, we need you to help us, Barry. And... It was going to be a whole, like, multiverse, bat- like, basically, you know, the multiverse of madness, uh, Secret Wars thing, but DC's version. Yeah, I mean, maybe they just need to give it up and just say, look, let's <laughs> let's just let it go and let Marvel fizzle out. Because, I look, honestly, I don't think Marvel's going to make another 10 years of movies, you know, that are going to be just such blockbusters. It seems hits. like a tall order yeah, right, right now, doesn't it? Like, I think they're, yeah. they're struggling to kind of keep this thing moving. But let them just fizzle out, and then you know, once they are out of the way, go for it, guys. I was like, there's the, Come you on, know, man. nobody's co- nobody's in competition with you. You could put Superman out, you could put another Batman out. People will go see it. But until then, you guys just, you guys just are no good at this right now. Yeah, I don't. Jesus, I don't get it. It just makes yeah. no sense to me. It, it can't be that hard. But maybe it is. Maybe it really. It, it probably is. It's a lot harder we talk about. But damn it. You know, I, I think it definitely has to be harder than, than what we realize to make, you know, content, especially in this day and age. But I got to tell you, one trait that I think lasts and, and wears its ugly little head in every property I've seen, no matter who the production house is, like as, if it's a Netflix, Netflix originally produced series, it's going to be wildly slow and pretty fucking boring in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, that new one came out, Sandman, <laughs> uh, based on the Neil Gaiman comic. Dude. It tries to pass itself off as something super artsy, which I kind of get because there's a lot of cool looking things to it. Yeah. But it is the most boring <laughs> fucking thing I have ever watched. Uh, yeah, I made it a two full episodes in, and uh, each one like all together was only an hour and a half worth of material. Man, dude, some really heavy editing. They could have had one solid <laughs> season premiere episode, yeah, and just rolled into the next one. Cause damn, man, it was. The first episode alone was a whole hour of just, like, setting up backstory and all that, but it set up a backstory without telling you who your protagonist is and why he's so important. Yeah, that's a problem. You just know... Yeah, it should be, you think. And then the second episode was just him escaping to try to get back on track, but still them not telling you exactly what he does or why he's so important. (sighs) And somehow the second episode, the runtime was half as long, but it felt four times as, as fucking long to watch. Yeah, you're checking your watch every ten minutes just Dude, trying to see how much rid- longer you have. Ridiculous, Ugh. man. Oh, my God. God. I mean, maybe, maybe South Park is right. I know they made fun of Netflix a lot where there's like, hey, people call up and say, hey, do you want a show? Yes, pitch me an idea. Yeah. You're, you're signed up for ten episodes. You got it. Because <laughs> it feels like they're just dishing that shit out to anybody. Yeah. 
God. And even it, and it did, you know, I, granted, I'm not a fan of the comic. Like, I, I read the fir- the very first issue, and it's just made like as a writer, like he just, you know, he kind of fucking bores me, Neil Gaiman. But uh, my wife, big fan, she's been looking forward to this live action adaptation for years since they've been first talking about it. With what did she think? Joseph Gordon Levitt was supposed to be it. Bored to tears. She wanted to stop watching <laughs> oh, no. before I did. An actual fan of the source material was just was confounded at just how bad it was. It was like, okay, this is like I can't give it any more time. Then, like, you're a fan of the of the, of the comics and you don't even like it. I'm yeah, that's not that's it a bad sign. Yeah. Oh boy. I know, man. I don't get it, but but how? Like, even like every fucking Marvel series, we you know we we had to get through basically because you know it, it all counts. Yeah. Like they had just these 10 episode seasons of these series where you maybe had six episodes worth of material and just they stretched it and stretched it and stretched it like what the fuck are they doing that for especially because Netflix they don't do the, the release schedule like everybody else does where it's one week at a time they give it to you all at once mm-hmm. to binge which I appreciate but you better give me episodes that are fucking entertaining if you're gonna you know give it to me all at once at least with Disney like they kind of they force you into being bored like for a few <laughs> yes. weeks at a time but at least it takes you almost three months to figure out if you fully like a series or not with Netflix you know it about an hour and a half if you're done with it or not it's, it just it feels like it feels like a weird like a weird thing to do to not make better quality shows if you're going to give it to us all at once to where your audience can literally forget about it in a week yeah. because it's going to be swallowed by every other streaming services shows that are coming out one week at a time. Well, this seems to be just another knock against Netflix because <laughs> they don't seem to be able to figure it out why people are leaving in droves. Oh, you yeah, know, dude, from they lost a shitload of people, didn't they? So, yeah, so I think it's, but it's that it's it's not just that, but it's a number of things that they have wrong with their service. Uh-huh. But I mean, just they're the originals here. I mean, they should be coming up with some original yeah. idea, but come up with some original good ideas. Like Hulu seems to be coming up with excellent ideas for TV shows, you know, to keep mm-hmm. you going. Disney mm-hmm. Plus is is you know, using all their properties to keep people engaged on that streaming service. Yeah. Shit. Even prime. I mean, yeah, man, Th- that Lord of the Rings series and everything else they got coming on. It's like, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, with that. I'm Invincible, stoked for that. The boys. Yeah. They, mm-hmm, they got some good shit going there. Yeah. Invincible season two. When we get to that. I mean, it's, there's, there's stuff to look forward to, but I can't say that about Netflix. Like, yeah. there's very few shows I've watched on Netflix that I've watched an entire season of actual content from Netflix. Yeah. And even, like, some of the properties that should be basically viewing home runs, like all the animes they are now converting to live-action shows, there's literally a template for you to follow. <laughs> but you still are like, nah. We're gonna, we, we know the, these anime have been around for decades, and they're really beloved. People are going to like them. But we're going to change everything and make it way better. And then they're like, oh, why did that fail? Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes, like you said earlier, there's an appreciation for people in art who want to try something new and be bold, right? Right. But at some times, you have to be able to read (laughs) your audience and say, there's a reason why people love a certain product. You know, Mm -hmm. Coke learned this in the 80s, you know? (laughs) It's like, you just don't fuck with a a winning formula. You know, sometimes you just got to stick with what it is and just keep it out there and keep it fresh a little bit but no yeah. you don't you don't just like throw people curveballs all the time because people get pissed about that and they'll say no i don't want that <laughs> like i heard the great tom kennedy say once it's like it's okay to be okay with your comfort zone like basically what he's saying is like he's been doing spongebob for 30 years sometimes it's okay <laughs> just to fucking do what you know yes you know I, mean? I mean look at give any people of what people. they want yes look yeah. at the simpsons look at south park look at any of those shows 
I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you watch them now, they're ne- they're definitely not as funny as they were when you were first saw them. But right. it's familiar, and you like it, and people will mm-hmm. keep watching it if it's what they like. We're, yeah. Humans are creatures of habit, you know? <laughs> <sighs> it's frustrating sometimes, I don't know. I, as a Star Wars fan, it's really easy to bring that up. <laughs> so... <laughs> But I guess I, I guess I, I have to not sound like a hypocrite here and say because what have I been complaining about Star Wars though is that the universe is shrunk and they just have to throw all my familiar characters in, right? <laughs> so yes, I know that sounds hypocritical, but I will say yeah. yeah, I like familiarity, but don't do it do it all the time. Don't shove it down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope there's that a scene in Andor where he runs into like a teenage Han Solo or something. Yeah, well they'll throw something in there. At least <laughs> Yeah, they'll they'll at least build it up to we get to Rogue see One. S- someone building like the Millennium Falcon in a warehouse in the background. Yeah. It's just like a shell being slowly put together. We'll see shit. Lando walking around playing cards oh, or playing Sabak. Sabak, yeah. <laughs> see, I'd be okay with that. If it's in the background and not really noticeable, that's fine. No, you don't. I was like, I don't need that. <laughs> I was you like just that? Yeah, you can't. As many planets, how many times I said this, as many planets as are in that universe, I was like, you can't just be bumping into the same people. It's like, you just, you can't. I was like, I live in a city of, you know, just about a million people or over a million people. I I don't bump into the same people unless I'm going to work. (laughs) (laughs) So, these guys are hopping over the universe, man. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, speaking of uh, keeping stuff pretty tight, did you. have you seen the fan edit of Obi-Wan that came out? I haven't. What is this? Someone edited all of Obi-Wan down to a two and a half hour movie, and it's supposed to be wildly good. Is it on YouTube, or where are we seeing this? I uh, I don't know if it's on YouTube yet. It was at the time. They were, uh, it, it was being linked everywhere, like on all the, mm. you know, the, the, the comic book websites and all that shit, where you could download it and all that. It might be on YouTube by now. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can dig it back up and send it to you. Yeah, I'll have to look for that, because, yeah, I would feel like that would be... Well, almost copyright uh, protected, but who knows? I mean, Maybe. I, I see random fix- stuff on YouTube that I feel like, how did this get, like, how is this still up? You know, I don't oh, understand yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say I understand any of that shit either. Yeah, I'll have to look. I haven't heard anything about that. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by that because, yeah, we, we were talking about that, right? I mean, how you had, you know, a good couple of hours of content that really could have just been cut from that show. And, yeah. and like actually made this into a two hour or two, maybe a two and a half hour, you know, theatrical release if you wanted it. Yeah. But yeah. Film as much content as what you have, not the other way. Around. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh man. So in that same sentiment on, on the last show, I, I was talking about how I wasn't sure if the writers of better call Saul would have enough material to keep going. <laughs> oh yes, you did. Episodes, I remember that. Yes. Given where the show left off and after this last, uh, this the very last episode just came, uh, just aired. It was Breaking Bad. Like this is the one where we got, uh, you know, Walt and Jesse's return and all that, and it was fun seeing them back. But as far as proper stories go, I do have to take back what I said because it, it appears that they have more than enough story to go yes. for a few episodes. I told you, and to keep us wildly entertained, dude. I was not expecting any of that, man. I told you, they're like, I have every faith in that writing staff and Vince Gilligan, like. like they are very good at what they do. They've proven it yeah. time and time again. I'm not mm-hmm. worried. Now, yeah, the only thing I'm, I'm just waiting for them to see, can they carry the ball again across the goal line here? Because we are, right. we are as of as our recording tonight, we have two episodes left. Yeah. That's it. 
Yeah. So. And we found out a lot of things in this uh, Breaking Bad episode. Like, obviously, like the, you know, it starts off with the uh, the cameos we were all waiting for. Walt and Jesse are back. They didn't bother de-aging anybody. They put a hat on uh, on Brian Cranston, so he had to shave his head. So, like, as far as their actual cameo goes in their scene, it didn't... It didn't really change the story no. in a groundbreaking way at all. Like, it was just, it was fun to see them all together again. I think that that cameo might have just been pure fan service. But I think from what Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul said is that they each have one more scene to go. So yes. there might be a little more story weight to those individual scenes. Whereas, like, you know, seeing the boys back together was just more of a, of a fun thing. Yes. I, I agree with you. I, I After I watched that episode, I, I really felt like, yeah, this, this didn't help really move the story forward as far as those Mm -hmm. characters are concerned however what i i just love what they did with this episode was how they are now making all these worlds tie together and they're doing it through these these excellent transitions from old from you know breaking bad days into the gene timeline and then back Mm -hmm. you know with these these clever fades yeah and then into saul and they're and they're showing now how all these lines connect with each other. All these events, like, because I, I think what they're trying to get to is that, yes, we see Saul, Jimmy, Saul, and everybody else, you know, the pattern of bad decision making and how his, history kind of repeats itself throughout these shows. So, it just spider webs out from him, basically. Yeah, well, yeah. it shows from that, but it's showing, like, yeah, see, he's making the bad decision because, you know, you know, Saul says, hey, I want to get in with this Heisenberg guy, and you get to see. You know, Mike come in and say, "Hey, look, I think that's a terrible idea." Because Mike has always oh said God. that throughout yeah, the entire right. series, right? He's always been, "Hey, these guys are bad news. We just shouldn't do it." But yeah. he gets entangled. Like, like that's like the story of Mike throughout this entire series. Is he gets in- <laughs> continuously entangled in these things, you know, right. even though he doesn't always want to. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're seeing how that happens, and then you know, Jimmy slash Saul is making bad decisions and going that way. But that ties yeah. into what he's doing as as Gene, you know, and deciding, hey, I have nothing left. I've got to go back into slipping Jimmy mode to make more money. He's going to start making these bad decisions that are going to ultimately lead to where we're going to get to in the next couple of episodes here. So how we got to the point where Jimmy fully, or Jimmy Gene fully goes Saul again is that he actually, we get to catch up with Francesca, his former... uh, his former assistant and they have a they're talking on the phone she's filling him in he's asking questions about you know how everybody ended up and we get to find out what happened yeah, there's like nice little, little data dump here about hey we're gonna you tie up all those little sands in case you want questions it was exposition dump but <laughs> yes. I, I really appreciate it I did like, too. tied everything up right there That's yeah like, it was hey. quick and easy it was a great way to do it it's just hey yeah, yeah Skylar got her deal yeah Huel's back in Louisiana he's good you know, right. we, we don't want to happen to Bill Burr. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think it was I think it was kind of a clever way of doing it. Yeah, but also unexpectedly too is that Francesca said Kim called her, dude. So and that was I, I, I don't want to say I expected it and sounded really smug because I didn't, but it, when she said it, it made an odd amount of sense. Yeah, like I, that she would call to check in on her, but but how? Like, wouldn't. Like, or like, I guess Kim wouldn't be wanted by the law at all, so it would be fine no. if she called Francesca. Yeah, Kim, yeah. Kim got oh, out okay. of this whole thing before That's anything right. went south. So nobody wow. really cared. Now, they, yeah, and maybe we'll learn this in the next episode is maybe like federal agents or DEA, whatever it is, uh, local mm-hmm. PD have like found her in Florida and like have asked her about, you know, Jimmy. 
but uh, you know she's probably played the whole card of like i don't know i haven't seen him in years you know we dated we broke up back in 2004 mm-hmm. whenever that time was you know i think we're gonna get a little bit about that in the next episode and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it because it has a very unique title to it um, yeah it does so yeah I, I think we'll get that but i i was happy because it was a great relief to know okay kim's alive because that was right. like our biggest fear was okay did does does Kim end up in jail? Maybe maybe she does going forward. I don't know, but like people were worried. Yes, she might be dead because nobody's ever heard from her. But now we know. Okay, at least she's alive, and we know where she's at. She's not in Nebraska. She's not anywhere near Omaha, where where Jean is. She's in Florida. Which is weird. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fascinating. So I'm I'm curious to where they're gonna because she's going to come back in one of these two episodes. She has. She to. will absolutely come back as a as a fan. either. Either she's going to come back and visit Jimmy in jail, or she will. Oh, she'll do I guess something. That's possible yeah, too. I don't know, yeah. but it's. I'm, I'm curious to see what 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 they have in store for her. I'm curious about their phone call because, as we know, like when Saul gets off the phone with Francesca, he oh, immediately man. knows how to contact Kim. So they they fully established a way for him to get a hold of her, whether he did it on his own or she told him. He knows how to get a hold yeah, of her. He, he, he knows always where has. she where she's been. Yes, right. That's yeah, yeah. established and, pretty clearly. And they cut away from their conversation. And when we go back, all we see is Saul is pissed. We don't know the context of their conversation. We don't know how it ended. Like, we don't know anything. So what do you... Do you think him being that pissed is all a misdirection? Like, maybe, like, Kim's saying, like, I'm going to come save you. And he's like, no, stay away, like, kind of thing. Or do they actually have a fight where she's blaming everything for him? Like, how do you think that call went down? And do we ever find out what happened with that call? So I'm going to go with the whole scenario that, you know, Kim has basically said, I told you not to be reaching out to me. We're, you know, oh. there's no reconciliation. We're, we're bad for each other. I can't do that. And mm. yes, because now this is the this is what happens when you go down this road. You stay on that road that, you know, Mike has said, you know, you, you pick that path and you go with it. And eventually you try to get off it, but eventually you'll find yourself getting back on. Kim, yeah. Kim has been able to get off of that road. She does not want to get pulled back. That's yeah. what I think that conversation was about, and it's oh. it kills Jimmy because you throughout this whole series, this these seasons where you see, I mean, ever since episode one of Better Call Saul, you see how lonely Gene is. He comes yeah. home from his his lonely, shitty job at Cinnabon, and mm-hmm. comes home, drinks, and just puts in the videotapes of his old life. And yeah. I, and you you get even more of that. I imagine episode. Steven Seagal lives the same way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Very much so. <laughs> but they get this in this very episode when he's talking to uh, uh, Francesca. He's yeah. so desperate for some of that content that he's just like, hey, how are you? Like, he's trying to have a casual conversation with her. And she doesn't want to talk to him for shit. Like, she's just like, yeah. give me my money. Okay, here's the news that I promised you. And that's it. We're done. It reminded me so much of Walt with the vacuum cleaner guy when he was begging him to stay yes. in the car with him for a couple hours. And, and that's stuff. not a coincidence. I think that that is an intentional callback that the writers put in there and said, this is the consequences of these actions. Oh, you had to okay. give everything up. You've sold everything out. Yes, a part of that now is living a shitty, lonely life now because you can't, you can't have any friends. You can't get close to anybody. That's, that's just your life. The, the cost of freedom you know, for your choices. Damn. Yeah. So, and I think that part of that, I mean, besides Francesca telling uh, Saul that, yeah, 
the fed i had to give up your eight hundred fifty thousand dollars in the shell corporations you set me up as a silent partner so you know about right you know i love that you know man he really had some shit working didn't he oh yeah because he's like yeah the vending machines and the the right the, the laser tag, laser tag. And the, yeah. the nail salons and all that shit. he's like how'd they figure it out well they figured it out so yeah so she so yeah i think not only the fact that he's broke and he's only got like his diamonds left in his band-aid box and whatever money he has left you know i think mm-hmm. i think that and the loneliness of his life and everything like that leads him going back to Saul and slipping Jimmy form. Right. And, moved us and so it, it, that's when he said to, to hook up with, with the taxi driver. Again. And then they started that scam on the, uh, all the finance guys or, or just anybody. They were just stealing, stealing IDs from anybody who they could tell has money. Okay. And yeah, and we, we end up, which I, I think is a fascinating way to end up is, you know, Gene is in there talking with some guy who ends up just taking a bunch of pills. As it turns out, the guy has cancer. So it's mm-hmm. a definite callback to the, uh, you know, uh, Walt in yep. Breaking Bad. But it's also, it's it's another thing that really just, it seems to infuriate Jimmy. Because I think... Because this, this guy won't go through with yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah, he's pissed. Yeah. But he's also, it's it's he's being very passive aggressive with these guys because he's like, no... I know what guys with cancers and how much of a pain in the ass they can be. Like he has no love for Walt. Like right. he feels that Walt and he's true. Like Walt really fucked it up for everybody. He did. And so I think that he's taking it out on everybody else. Cause he's pissed at Walt. But once again, oh. and it's showing you those transitions because as soon as he's doing that portion, it goes back to him going to meet Walt at the school. So yeah. it's, it's, I, I love what they did in this episode and how they made these transitions and made them so seamless. You know, people getting out of a car door and then, you know, him getting out of his Cadillac. You know, yeah. it's just, I love it. it. It was very artistic. You know, I, I liked it. And the very last thing we see in the episode is Gene, in fact, uh, tells his guy, like, fires one of his guys and tells the, you know, the taxi driver drops him off at the, at the cancer guy's house and, you know, and Gene's going to go in and fully rob this guy and, and finish with, you know, how they started their evening. And then the way the episode ends, like the teaser leads us to believe kind of like the, the cops show up, you know, and who know, who knows how that actually is going to work out or what. Because with Breaking Bad, you can't trust anything you see in a promo. Yeah, yeah. The, could meet the promos are completely misleading. Like, <laughs> so good at that, I mean, man. yeah. I mean, like, I've, I've listened to so many people talk and I've read so many stuff, like, people have posted and just saying, yeah, this means this. And I'm, I'm already saying, like, no, no, I've learned my lesson. Like, none of this means anything. It is complete right. misdirect. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like, yes, they're... The, the cops are going to show up to this house. For what reason? I don't know. Does the guy die because he took the barbiturates and the pills? Ooh, or, damn. or yes, do they catch Jimmy and Jimmy goes to jail and this is how Kim gets brought in? Jesus. Or or something. Or, or does the guy wake up and say, hey, I was robbed and they, they start chasing Jimmy? I don't know. There's so many ways you could go with this. So we got, we have two episodes left, like as it stands right now. Yes. So is it, man. Which, what's your ideal ending? Like, do you think they end up together, or is that just too toxic for the both of them? Like, can Saul fully be put to rest, and Jimmy just kind of lives his life with Kim, or is he just going to be alone forever? So I, I want that. See, I want them to go off in the sunset together, 
you know and that yeah but that that speaks to me because i'm a classic hollywood guy i love stories like that <laughs> where yes yeah. the you know every story was bookended and you know the good guy got the girl and you know they lived happily ever after i i like that story on times now i know this is modern day where audiences are much more sophisticated people don't always want that i feel like they're going to go a different route i i think the most likely is that jimmy is going to get arrested and he's going to end up in jail and that's where we yeah. leave him. Now, does that mean that maybe Kim comes to visit? Maybe they get or this comes in there? to defend him and gets him out. Maybe she could. Now I don't know if she's going to have a law. Oh, but she's not a lawyer anymore. That. We don't know that. Yeah. We just know she's working at a sprinkler place. So I think Quote. that's where we get to yeah. the waterworks title. And I, I'm oh look at you. So yeah. So this is why I think where I think they they might go this way. This is what I've come up with. Right. Is it's yes waterworks. She works at a sprinkler, so we're going to connect that. But it's also going to be the final goodbye between that. So is it him oh, in jail? Rough. Do they meet up someplace? Whatever it is, I think there's going to be a final meeting between them. It's going to be very emotional. Um, I think that's where they go. But they've they've thrown curveballs at me before, so I don't, I don't know. It's Your right. guess is as good as mine. And so that, that's episode 12, Waterworks. The last episode, episode 13, is officially titled Saul Gone. Yep, Saul Gone. They've, Damn. And that, that kind of came about as like Jesus. a... as like They haven't figured it out yet. Is it a, was it a leak at AMC? Because they, they had already dropped some oh, really? like, yeah, teasers for the next episode, for the last episode. Before Get out of here. Yeah, there was, there was just... It's the same kind of teaser. It doesn't really reveal a lot. Uh-huh. But somebody dropped that. Like I, I was wondering if somebody got fired over that or something. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, Saul gone. They got a title. So. So either Saul's really gone, or Saul's gonna be Saul dead. either dies. Yeah, at? he's gonna get killed, or he goes away, and or he goes back to Jimmy, and he lives happily ever after. Maybe I, I feel like they're just it's too cheesy. I don't think they would do it. What do you think the sprinkler company actually is? It can't be an actual sprinkler company, right? Maybe like, like the vacuum repair guy wasn't actually it wasn't actually a vacuum Correct. repair kind of thing. So you know? so maybe yeah maybe it could be something like that. Um, huh. Maybe maybe she took over a business like that. Who knows? Man, oh wow! Yeah. Like Mike set her up with something like that because he does seem to. Well, they to like remember her. so so they we we know that we were set up that. Uh, that Saul got the veterinarian's book, right? Of his book of secrets for oh, all the that's characters. Right. So I, I, I do think that they're going to tie in the vacuum cleaner salesman as maybe Jimmy does try to contact him one more time, but he finds out right. because the guy really has passed in real life that, yeah, he's no longer here. He's not available. Oh, that, oh yeah, that's right. The guy did pass. Yeah, it, just, it like, just before the release of uh, oh, that's a shame. Of El Camino. Yeah, he actually passed on. So it was, like, it was his last role he ever did. But uh, yeah, so I, maybe they tie that in. And maybe, hey, maybe we're lucky. And she took over the business of making people disappear. And she just operates out of Florida. And they call it a sprinkler place. Yeah, may, maybe that's what he was talking about on the phone. He's like, "Hey, make me disappear so I can just get out of here." And she said, "No." And maybe that's why he's stacking up all that cash just to pay her. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's what it is too. It's it's. Ooh, dude. Like like I said, these guys are really good. These guys and ladies are are really <laughs> good at coming up with these stories, and. They, in my head now, I want nothing more than the last shot of Better Call Saul to be is him standing on the side of the highway. With a suitcase. A van, with a suitcase, and a van pulls up, and as soon as the van door opens, it cuts to color, and it's Kim. And he just gets in and drives off, and they just leave it at that. That would be a perfect ending. I yeah. would absolutely love that. I would walk away from the series because 
Yeah, I right. I I can tell you, I wouldn't be pissed. I wouldn't be like, yeah. that's it. No, that's what I want. I don't need to know every detail about what they did. Just like El Camino, nope. like I don't need them to fill it in. All I know is Jesse gets away, right? Mm-hmm. Just give me that. Give me them. Yeah, walking away, and like, I can leave it in my to my imagination. Yes, they they did walk away, or or rode off into the sunset together, or she made him disappear, and that was the last they ever heard of each other. But at least I know they were together. You know, right. at least one last time. I would love that. I think that's a perfect idea. Like she still cared enough to help him, no matter like in the end of it all. Like that'd be a nice little thing. Yeah, because really we have, we know nothing about Kim since she no. since she left a couple episodes ago, and that's it. So I, Damn. we're gonna get those answers here in the next couple episodes. At least I hope we do. I know what I'm watching since we get done doing this, dude. Yeah, you. it's it's dropping tonight as we record. <laughs> it's dropping. So yeah, but oh, our next show wait. we'll be covering the next episode. Yeah, and then what after? Uh, so. Uh, the Saul airs on the 15th and then like two weeks or so after that, like Andor starts rolling right in yep. September. Yeah. Right into September. So we're, we're, it's, it's not going to slow down for us on TV as, as far as we're concerned here. Right. Yeah. And, and Marvel's going to be picking back up. It's, yeah. You know, we're, we're the, still going to get she Hulk, right. And you know, yeah. everything else. So yeah. there's, there's no slowing down with any of the TV no. yet. And God, do I say we even getting into the sports time of year. So it's going to get, it's going to get crazy. You know, people's, People's time is going to get uh, taken up by the television coming. Hopefully the cold weather will roll in and keep us uh, watching. TV. Right. Oh, man. Speaking of, I, uh, a new movie came out uh, on Hulu that I think it's definitely worth you checking. All right. Is it, is it Prey? It. Yes. Yes. I've, I've, I've got it on the queue. I want to watch okay. it. I've heard so yeah. much, so many good things about it. Did you watch it? You should. Yes, I did. Oh, yes. People are saying it's like it could be, you know, at least the best Predator since the, the original. That's a fair save. It might even it, it might even be better. I need to watch Ooh, it again. To, okay, yeah, it I'm, was damn good, dude. Yeah, I've not heard so anybody good. say anything bad about it. So no, yeah, it was wildly entertaining. I like I, it just on Hulu, man. Like I don't know, it, it, it kind of made me think, what the fuck is Warner Brothers doing? Like here's a movie right here on like they made right for a streamer. It's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, it's such a wildly good movie. How hard is it? You know, it's like I said, just right. You know, just pick an old project and just don't. I don't know. Just don't I, fuck it yeah, up. I feel like like Warner Brothers just wants to put too much shit into their stuff and just say, yeah, it's all crazy. Or, or Netflix wants to make their stuff too artsy. You know, just, yeah. no. Like we said, give me some familiarity. <sighs> yeah. And tell a good story. Like, man, it's, yeah, I think you're, you're going to like Prey very much. Yeah, I, very, I, very I agree. I, I'm very, very excited about it. Like, I've, I've listened to the people, the, the cast, and do their interviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And more I've listened to them, I'm just like, yeah. I, I need to watch this. Yeah, it was wildly good, and like not even like a sleeper hit because they've they, they've been talking about it and it's been advertised and things like that. But it's just you know for just to wake up like one Friday morning, it's like what's this? It's like oh shit, a Predator movie. It just it's, it just sets the whole day like wow, that was amazing. And it, it is you know, a prequel, right, to everything else. Oh for sure, before, right? I mean, it comes yeah, and back. it's man, it's done so well, man. It's such a fun Outstanding. movie. Outstanding. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm I need to watch that. I'm, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, you should. So I, I can't wait to uh, officially review that. Like, it might help <laughs> soften the blow of Masters of the Universe. Like, we're we're, we're definitely not going to talk about that this episode, but maybe we could shoehorn it in <laughs> uh, along with Prey. That way, we get something good and something bad at the same time. Yeah, we did. So we did watch. We did watch Masters of the Universe. Um, you know, we're we're definitely going to talk about that on our next episode. So we definitely mm-hmm. want you to tune in for that. For sure. Uh, yeah, that'll be Masters of the Universe for sure. Yeah. Continuing the the canon the run canon movies. run that we're walking on, which is. Boy, we we are just a glutton for punishment, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know that we've had 
what would Canon consider their best movie, their best produced movie to be? Not ones they've just released because they had a bunch of those rela- they just released for proper studios and where they got credit, you know, quote for for proper movies. But what is the best Canon produced movie? I wonder. I don't know if we're actually going to find it because we're like oh for six so far. <laughs> I I think I have one one movie in mind. I, I think What's one that? that would would maybe do this. But okay. When you say well produced and everything, I mean that's a that's a very <laughs> you know strong statement. Okay, uh-huh. but I would say Bloodsport. Oh, okay. I will say that is and and it it was a gold mine well, for best? canon. Yeah, because and we it, we'll get to that movie. But I'm just going to kind of just give you a real quick little tip on that was you know Bloodsport was shelved by Canon Films for a while, and then they brought it back and it made them a shit ton of money because it was produced for so little money. So. I, uh, man, it's sad. I could quote that movie sitting right here, right now. I haven't seen it in a long time, but for sure, I could tell you shot by shot what happens. Oh, I could film. too. Yeah, it it's, it's a good times. one. Well, we're going to get to that one. I, we're definitely going to review that one as we. And how do you not talk about Frank Dukes as we're talking about that? <laughs> I mean, I, I can tell you right now, spoiler alert, I would probably rather talk about Bloodsport than I would Master of the Universe. But Oh, for but, sure. You know, one at a time, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we already watched Master of the Universe, so we might as well talk about it, but I would much rather talk about Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to give away too much of my thoughts on this, but, you know, <laughs> you, can, you can just, you can, you know, tell by my tone. Uh, right, but it's, I mean, it, you know, only, only one has Donald Gibb in it, yeah. so, I mean... I will say this though, I think that our uh, listeners are going to enjoy our conversation about it because there is a lot to talk about in that movie. Um, there is. Yeah. So the history of Masters of the Universe alone is fascinating, yeah. and just how much they tried to get Dolph Lundgren back, and he's like, "No fucking thank you." Yeah, it's it's gonna be fascinating. So yeah, like I uh, said, please tune in for that one. I think you guys are gonna yeah. really like that when we talk about it next week. Yeah, you should. Uh, but everybody, uh, you got some stuff to watch. We got a lot of shit to watch too. We'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Can you dig it?